0: Welcome to Becoming a Realtor with eXp Realty on the Emerald Coast with your host, Tim Whittemore with the Whittemore Group. If you're a new agent or a seasoned agent looking into the opportunities of eXp Realty, look no further. Tim breaks down the things you need to know without all the hype and fluff, so stick around.
1: So let's get into it. We're going to talk about the Fort Walton Beach condos, and the best investments around here, okay? So when we think about coming down to vacation, most people think of our area as Destin, quote unquote Destin, right? But nobody really thinks about the neighboring neighborhood that is called Fort Walton Beach. And actually, Fort Walton Beach is in good proximity to Destin, but it's just west. A good example of this is they actually have a condo unit in Fort Walton Beach called Destin West. Now, if you have been down here and now you're thinking about uh, going ahead and purchasing and getting part of this great real estate that we do have, we're talking about that area where you do that long drive through nothingness. It's really pretty, but there's like six miles of untouched beach undeveloped, and it's never going to be developed because of the Eglin Air Force Base. It's right up north, right? And then of course, as you get over that, you're starting to crest over that uh, Dustin Bridge and then woo, gorgeous, absolutely gorgeous, uh, just emerald waters. You've got Crab Island to the left and you can see the Emerald Grand, which I don't know how it got away with going over six stories, but whatever. Um, <laughs> that area and you've got the Harbor Walk and Noriega Point that just got built out a couple of years ago. Like it's absolutely gorgeous. And now you're in the place that you want to vacation. Right. Well, now, as we think about condos, almost all of us think about beachfront condos. Right. And beachfront condos. Right. And one thing that we don't think about is there's other investments that do that do occur out here that you can still take care of and still take advantage of uh, when you move to this area. And what I mean by this is something that we call long term in short-term rentals, or STRs for short for you investors or your soon-to-be investors. And you're gonna wonder what one's more profitable. So let's just kind of jump into what that looks like. I wanna talk about long-term investments. And if you've been part of this before, we call this uh, the buy and hold strategy. That's where you find a real estate asset, you hold on to it for a while, and then through cash flow and appreciation, you make money. (laughs) Now, those of you that are moving to this area and gonna stay in a unit, well, that's essentially what you're doing. I can tell you, at least at the time of this video, if you are moving to the area, And you're just getting, say, a single family home or townhome, providing that even if you paid top of the market, which is what everybody's doing in 2021, as long as you're hanging on to that asset for two to three years with market appreciation being somewhere around three, maybe four percent now, it's crazy. uh, You only have to stay in that house for maybe two, three years and you're going to be able to get through appreciation your money back and probably a little bit more. And now as you hang on to this asset over time, then it does start to cash flow. I'll give you a quick example. When I first got in this industry, I used to fly with a with a guy that was out here and uh, I went off and did whatever, came back as a real estate agent. And he was just like, hey man, we need to get our house sold. What, I just want to get out of it clean. He owned it for five years as he was stationed down at Hurlburt Field. He was like, I don't, I don't care, I just don't want to owe any money on it. Well, we ended up netting this guy like 50 grand just for that home for for five years. Now, that's a little bit high from what everything else is going, but with our market now, who knows? But just hanging on to an asset in our area through appreciation is very, very good. Why? Because our area is very stable. Not only do we have vacation, vacationers are are always coming down here, and COVID was example of that, people are still coming down, Uh, but we also have four military installations around this area. So we got solid buyers, constant real estate movement. It's just a real stable area for Florida to go ahead and, uh, and invest into. So as long term investments are concerned, the things that you want to consider is, well, cash flow and equity over time. And we just talked about equity over time, but we can talk about cash flow. So if you're going to look in getting a any home that's going to be an investor type home or a secondary home, Uh, Typically, what you're going to be looking at for a conventional type product is 25% down. Now, you can find other products out there like portfolio loans and all sorts of other things, or if you got cash, whoo, well, we we can really play this game. (laughs) Uh, Those are typically what you do. Now, if you're a VA and you're thinking about, hey, I want to do like a, or FHA, hey, I want to do a buy a home right now, but I'm thinking about leaving, now I got to sell this thing, I don't want to deal with it or I want to get an asset that appreciates over time. That's something, and and can cash flow, that's something you could do. Most of our veterans will stay someplace anywhere between one, two years before they PCS or permanent change station somewhere else. If that's you and you're worried about that, don't worry. You can use your VA as much as you want to over time. Now there's other fees, of course we could throw in there, but if you're looking to build up that investment portfolio, even though this loans for your primary residence you can still get a renter in there but just know that you have to stay in there typically for about a year or so uh, prior to moving into your next place if you want more details on that go ahead contact myself or my team and we'll let you know what that looks like but as far as the 25 percent down you'll get into that it's about getting the cash flow i don't know how many calls i get all the time just from this channel alone from people that are moving to our area and want to rent and the rental market's stupid in this area. And I mean stupid good for those of us that have rental assets. I myself have some. And those, those things just rent so quick. And Not only that, we also have really stable renters, which a majority of our uh, rental populace out here, depending on the price point that you do have, is either military or prior military. And that's, uh, that's really good, for the most part, for our renters and stability uh, moving forward. Now other buy and hold strategies that you can do. You can find some, especially if you, there's other different investment things that you can take a look at on how to do this as well as our, what's called a Burr method. Uh, if you want more information on that research or Google BRRR. it's a great book on that. If, if you want more information, again, you can contact me. I'll tell you all about it because I love that, uh, that way of working too, uh, in order to get those assets going. But let's kind of talk about that. So what we're looking for is cash flow. The equation's way easier for, for a long-term or buy and hold long-term um, LTRs, long, <laughs> long-term rental uh, type of investments. And it's, it's pretty simple. It's about what you have for your mortgage, any HOA. You're also gonna be looking at vacancy rates. If you're not gonna be there and you're not gonna self-manage, what that management cost looks like and just kind of calculate your ROI, cap rates, things of that nature, of course, of what we can do. Now, for your long-term rentals, we're gonna compare this to short-term here in a minute, but for your long-term rentals, you're gonna be looking more towards anywhere from eight to 12% of the rental price that they're going to charge. So as you're starting to run your rental sheet, if you uh, take a look at uh, one of the assets that are out there to help you, which is the hold, strategy or hold book it's it's a yellow book if you're gonna Amazon purchase that after this uh, But it will give you some great strategies on on doing this buy and hold strategy But as you get your kind of spreadsheet and you start running your numbers It's it's a lot easier to go through but just know that things do break. I mean our ACs run all the time (laughs) because we're in Florida. And I don't know how many rental units that I've purchased and within the next year, I'm already spending six, eight grand to replace an HVAC unit. Roofs are a big issue here, so you gotta make sure that that roof is good to go. It was built after 2003. All all these big little things, big little things, yeah, we'll call it that, that you wanna look into prior to getting into it. First things first, of course, what's important to you? You need it to cash flow. Is that the reason you're into it? Or are you worried about appreciation? Either way, most of the time, providing that you do this smartly, you'll be able to accomplish both, which is cash flow and equity over time. Okay, that's long term rentals. Let's talk about short term rentals. Now, we think about short term rentals as I began at the beginning of this video talking about vacation rentals. We're talking about the ones that just sit on the golf and just look over there. It's got a ton of amenities in there. It's what everybody wants to go in and vacation, right? Well, there are lots of things to consider when you're looking to invest. Now, when we talk to investors, it's typically one of three different investors. We're just looking for somebody that wants a place for themselves so that they don't even care about the return on investment. They just want a second home and they're just gonna build equity over time. That's all they care about. And it's really secondary because they just want a place. They got the money. Who cares? <laughs> Second, and most of the people to talk to are looking for an investment that them and their family can go ahead and hang out in for certain weeks out of the year or maybe snowbird in this place and then rent it out the rest of the time when they're up north enjoying the great fall weather and summer weather that that's up there. Uh, those are the people we deal with the most. And, um, the third one is ones that just want a cash flowing property. It doesn't matter as long as the thing is cash flowing. It doesn't matter what it looks like. I'm never going to stay in it. It's just an asset that I want to appreciate over time. Now, as we look at this, I can tell you up front that investor number two is going to get equity over time, but the probability of having it pay for itself and for it to uh, cash flow positively are very very low typically it's because of these reasons when you look into a vacation rental you're going to find something that's within your price range know that this is going to be an investment secondary home what have you it's going to be 25 percent down because it's not your primary residence right so calculate that in know that we still have other things that you need to pay for your hoa fees depending on what size of complex that is it could be thousands of dollars you know even per quarter if you go across the bridge and go to destin those are where most of your really high hoa fees are but luckily those hoa fees cover a lot which is the insurance for the place the common areas all sorts of things except for the unit itself right and some of them even cover for the water and and, and your heating and cooling which is why those hoa fees are so high Also think about if you're not managing it yourself, you're not Airbnb in it, you're not doing uh, VRBO, your management fees are typically, especially on-site management, it's gonna be 25%, somewhere around 25% of whatever that rental income comes into. That's gonna be right off the top. You also have to consider vacancies, and think about this, if you're going to vacation down in Destin, you're not going to want to stay during the January, February months necessarily, right? And you want to use it during that time when everybody else is there and the weather's beautiful and there's tons of stuff going on, you know. Uh, That being said, those summer months are where you're going to get the highest rents. Although during the snowbird season, it's going to be the lowest, which I just uh, mentioned before. So know that there's gonna be a chart. Now, what we typically do for our investors is we get out there and we go to all these other uh, management companies and go, hey, we've got an investor that wants to invest here. Can you get us an estimate for this one? And then we get you it and there's this chart that shows you what they could possibly get for you. And as far as income is concerned, and it's usually a range that can range from Anywhere between four to ten to fifteen thousand dollars saying hey we could give you thirty or we get you up to forty-five. It really just depends. Like, okay, how am I supposed to look at that? Um but that's how you're gonna have to calculate that thing in. Also, you have upkeep, so regular maintenance. People destroy things when they're on vacation because it's not their stuff, and hey I'm on vacation. Woo! Thanks guys. (laughs) <laughs> you also want to look over ROI, so your return on investment, and your cap rates. If you don't know what a cap rate is, your cap rate is its total value of the asset divided by its operational income, or NOI, for you savvy people out there. We're talking about the rate of which it comes back to. If you do your research, any good uh, cap rates anywhere between 4 to 10%. If you're looking for something higher than that, I mean, that's that's one of those things that, that you hire somebody to find that diamond in the rough for you in order to get better, um, better cap rates on that. And those are going to be long-term indications of what's going on. What are we seeing out here? I mean, it could be anywhere between 4 to 8. Sometimes we get 10. Heck, I've even seen a 12. But it really just depends on what you're trying to do and what you can run out. You also have to notice that some of these places, too, that are on Okaloosa Island and in Fort Walton don't always allow short term rentals. There's even certain areas in Destin or Fort Walton that you can not even do Airbnbs or VRBOs. You can't do any short term rentals because of certain stipulations. Now out in Destin, it's a little crazy right now because you could be on one side of the street that allows it and the other side that doesn't. And it's like, ah, you know, figure, figure your stuff out guys. <laughs> okay. And that third investor that I talked about talks more or less like, hey, this is how much that I've got. Run the numbers, find me something that's going to cash flow this cap rate or whatever's important to you. And those ones will just go out and, and follow it and we'll just run numbers. And we have, our, on our team here at the Whittemore Group, we, we have our own spreadsheets, our own Excel products to give you a quick snapshot of what you can anticipate as far as cost and what your uh, actual net, your yearly net at the end of the year, positive or negative. But if you are looking to use this, and I know it's kind of like, ugh, really, that's, that's kind of what I hope, just know that a short-term rental that you're gonna use that you fall in love with, that you want a vacation at, uh, that, that those certain things, it's going to offset your cost. Typically, depending on what the price is, and we'll talk about that here in a minute, what the price is that you purchase this condo unit at, you're probably gonna spend out of your pocket a couple of grand to go ahead and and use it and rent it out for the rest of the time. And as long as you're willing to have that, you're gonna have this nice, beautiful place on the beach building equity over time. And then if you don't stay in it, you may even have some cash flow. Just know that these rents aren't stable, they aren't stagnant, they will go up and go down. So if you got a good rental management company, they're gonna press up because of course, you know, they get paid off of that too. Okay, so as you can see, some of these short-term rentals, even with beach views, usually don't, or they don't have that high ROI or anything at all. You know typically during those summer months again those are the most desirable ones so that's where you're going to get most of your revenue and that offset that I was talking about most people will think that hey it's just gonna pay for itself it doesn't we've run the numbers I've done this so many times <laughs> uh, if you're thinking about going into some place and renting it out thinking that it's just gonna do that and most of the time that's not the case however over time, yes, this is going to be a great asset. But again, we'll give you all those numbers for you to figure out for your, for your own. Okay, so we're gonna talk about the different condos on the island. Now, you have ones that are next to the water. Sometimes they have they have good, when I say the island, Okaloosa Island. When I talk about the ones that are on the water, uh, there's also ones that aren't on the water. We have other condo complexes, some that just have a water view of the intercoastal waterway that's right there, uh, that comes off the bay. So to give you some price ranges that we saw in the last year, if you want to find one that's not on the water, you can get those for as low as $110,000. Now those things go pretty quick and some of these condo complexes, they don't allow short-term rentals in them. The HOA wants to keep it for, you know, for people that want to live there that, that are transitioning back and forth so that they, um, they don't get them all messed up, essentially. Uh, So you want to know that, you want to have your real estate professional let you know, hey, I don't want to see any of these that don't allow short-term rentals. However, you could still do this if you want to do the whole uh, buy and hold strategy. You can get on the island for that and that is more desirable, but do know insurance rates are a bit higher too. All right, you also have your water view. Those are ones that may not necessarily be on the Gulf that view the Gulf. It could be the Intercoastal waterway. Based on our numbers, the the lowest that we saw was around 210,000. Sounds pretty nice, doesn't it? Well, those go pretty quick as well, and it's not gonna be in those big high-rises and things like that. Other things, like I just mentioned before, is to check out that HOA and insurance, especially if you're on a first-floor unit. Okay, the thing you really are curious about What about those golf views Tim where does that even start well the lowest that we saw that had a golf view that was in what we would consider a vacation rental area was around 250,000 and that was all last year okay and there wasn't quite as many so if you want to know what that median price was on Okaloosa Island well the median price was really around 350 to 400 so if you want that pretty one you want that pretty condo that's a two-bedroom, one bath, one and a half baths. Got the bunk beds. It's got the beachy atmosphere. It's got all those awesome amenities: the pool, the, the direct walk right onto that nice sandy beach with the emerald-colored emerald water. You're going to be spending somewhere around three hundred and fifty to four hundred, okay, for that golf view. Now, this entire area, as far as twenty twenty was concerned, went all the way up to one point one mil, and as low as two hundred and ten thousand, which we had mentioned before. So it really just depends. Now, most of the time, the rent that you're gonna be able to get from this, depending on certain price points, will offset it. But the percentages or cap rates that we've been calculating usually stay about the same per complex. As you go down to the farthest out that you can possibly go on Okaloosa Island before it kind of cuts off for the base, you've got El Matador, which is one of the oldest units out there that has pretty good ROI. And you've got like this brand new one they just built out there called Blue BLU. You can check out some of those, that sold last year. Gorgeous, gorgeous place in there. Check out the pool and the aerial view. Anyway, uh, not a lot of those come up lately, but that that one's gorgeous. And then of course you have, uh, of course. uh... (laughs) Then of course you have Waterscape, which has all this great outdoor, area you've also got that look out into the Gulf as well you have got like a lazy river all sorts of great stuff for the kids grilling out things like that and of course Destin West that is actually split across so if you've ever been driving down Okaloosa Island and then you see that bridge like a pedestrian bridge that's what connects those two. You have Destin West that's the Gulf side with a really nice big pool in there. And of course you've got the one over on the Bay side. Now Bay side has this huge, huge lazy river, really cool units in there too. Uh, it's just a just gorgeous complex. It says it's in Destin, but technically it's in Fort Walton, which is probably why you're still watching this video. <laughs> there's all sorts of things. After that one, uh, there's really not much. Again, it's all that untouched beach. So if that's kind of the relaxed atmosphere you're looking for, awesome. However, you can just take a walk east and you'll go down to where all the volleyball courts and little restaurants and everything else are. And of course, you're a quick Uber ride or a quick drive down into Destin where everything is happening. Even as locals, that's where we go. If you wanna be in the midst of the action, go to Destin. If you don't wanna pay the premium, do like I do, live in Fort Walton Beach, and then just Uber or drive on out there.
0: (laughs) That's all we have for today. To learn more about becoming a real estate agent on the Emerald Coast, make sure to hit that subscribe button and please leave us a review. Also, make sure to check him out and subscribe to his YouTube channel, Becoming a Realtor with EXP Realty on the Emerald Coast. And make sure to follow him on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. If you're thinking about joining EXP Realty on the Emerald Coast of Florida or anywhere in the United States, be sure to give him a call, text, or email because he has the tools to help you get to the next level of your career.